Isn't it amazing that we get to walk with the Lord on a daily basis? And shouldn't it be the case that we start each day with such excitement, thinking about what the Lord is going to do with us today or what we're going to do with the Lord today or what's all going to happen? I remember hearing, um, I don't know who it was, uh, talking about a, a focused missionary who he knows from the States. And this guy wakes up every morning and says to the Lord, you know, so what are we doing today? Where are we going today? Where do you want to send me today? Who do you want me to speak to today? And I find that whole idea, I find that so liberating, kind of intimidating, but liberating in a way. It's a kind of a mix um, where it's, it's like rather than kind of, I've got this whole faith thing, I've got this whole God thing, and this might require something of me. And if something is required of me, I will sit down and I will see if I'm ready to give because it mightn't be convenient for me today. You know what I mean? And so to kind of have this kind of faith that we completely control, a faith that like we allow it to do certain things, we allow it to kind of influence our lives in certain ways, but just to a certain point. And then no thanks. You know, so as opposed to saying, Lord, where are we going today? Do you know, what do you want me to do today? Who do you want me to speak to today? Uh, and I think that's, it's, it's such, it's such, it's such a, positive attitude it's such I think a faith-filled attitude to have uh, as opposed to kind of constantly limiting what God wants to do or what can do in us due to our own fear our own desire for control our own uh, inhibitions our own insecurities you know so Lord, just, Lord you couldn't ask me to speak to them I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to say I wouldn't know what to do I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't I, wouldn't, I couldn't <laughs> and think of all of the great missionaries of old who went to foreign countries who didn't they didn't even speak the language uh, and yet the amazing success they had because of their faith, because they allow God to work in them. They allow God to work in them. And this is like just this, I don't know, this, this switch that has to flick on at some point in our head. It's not about you. It's not about you. Mission was never about you. It's all about God and letting him work in you. So in today's gospel, uh, we have a, a story, we've probably heard it very often, I'm not sure if, if you've uh, heard uh, an, an explanation of what these quantities of debt uh, mean. So, okay, there is a debt, there's a debt that needs to be paid, and the first guy comes forward, and he owes 10,000 talents. Now, a talent was 33 kilos of silver. So 10,000 by 33 is lots of threes and zeros. It's lots of them. Basically, it's, we're talking, in modern day terms, actually billions of euro debt. Okay? So he comes to, to the, uh, how, he, how he amassed that, that much debt in the first place, couldn't even have been honest. What would you need that much money for? Anyway, so he, he, he amassed this, this huge debt. Okay? And, um, and the, the reckoning begins, he has no way of paying it. Of course he has no way of paying it. You couldn't pay, pay it in 10,000 lifetimes. Like, you couldn't pay it in 10,000 lifetimes. Like it's 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 an, an absolutely impossibly huge sum. So even even having his wife and children sold, he's still not going to meet the debt. Not even close to it. But the servant throws himself at the master's feet. Give me time, and I will pay the whole sum. And if God was Irish, he would have said, "You will, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will, yeah." Like, I mean, how are we going to manage that? But uh, this is like just to, to understand the gravity uh, and this this like what what the master says to him. The servant appeals to him on his knees, give me time and I will pay the whole sum. You can't and you won't.
but because you ask me, I will cancel the whole debt. Do you see how, how, how important this is, how incredible this is, that the master wouldn't just say, okay, look, we'll reduce it to by 50%, or we'll reduce it to something that you could manage, maybe a couple of million, you know, if you work hard enough, maybe you can manage that. Cancels the whole thing, nada. So he's nothing left to pay, nothing. And I say, if he amassed that much debt, I couldn't have been honest. What was he doing? How did he, like, what, how much property was he buying and wasting? And what on earth was he doing that he, that he wasted that much money? So it wasn't honest. He wasn't a good guy. But he asks for the Lord's forgiveness, and the Lord gives him way more than he could ever have expected. Because he didn't ask. The guy didn't ask to have his debt cancelled. He said, give me time and I will pay the whole sum. But he receives more than he asked for. He receives complete forgiveness, if you will. Okay, now, that servant then goes out and meets a guy who owes him 100 denarii. Now, a denarius was one day's wages. So if you, if you imagine you earn 40,000 euro a year in Ireland, then a third of that in around 13,000, 14,000 euro. Okay, so he owes him a debt of 13,000, 14,000 euro, which is well payable. It's doable. Okay, pay me, pay what you owe me. The guy falls at his feet and implores him and says the same thing. He doesn't ask to have his debt cancelled. He says, give me time and I will pay the whole sum. He's not saying, let me off with it, let me away with it. He just says, give me time. And this guy who had an astronomical debt wiped minutes beforehand says, no, I won't. And has him thrown into prison and so on and so forth. So it's just like, I mean, obviously these, these quantities and sums meant a lot more to the people at the time, but just for us to understand what was given, what was asked for, was fairly small to just ask for more time. What was given was far greater. But then you see there's an expectation on those who have received a lot to give a lot. There's an expectation from the master, from those who have received mercy, to give mercy. And this is you and I, like every time we go to confession, and it's, it's uh, I remember our, my Father Paul, the founder of my community, said to me once, he said, he said to us actually, it was a homily, he said to us, we should live our lives with the same attitude with which we go to confession. You know, when you go to confession, it's kind of, you know, you're not like, Father, how are you getting on? I'm doing pretty well, if I'm honest. Uh, you know, when you go to confession, you naturally have this kind of, I, you know, uh, kind of a healthy embarrassment. It's, it, it's, I mean, you know this is a good thing, but it's not exactly nice to mention your sins. Not, I don't think anybody enjoys listing their sins. You know it's good, you know it's good, it's necessary, it's good to do it. It's not exactly joyful, the end bit, the mercy bit of the end is, but like the mentioning your sins, it's kind of, you know, when you say, I, I did this and it was wrong. I did this and I missed the mark. I, I, I had an opportunity here to be loving, and I, I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't. I considered other things more important. I considered if I, if I look loving here, I might look weak. So it's better to look powerful and indifferent. Uh, and had an opportunity to be compassionate. I had an, an opportunity to be serving. I had an opportunity to be, to be joyful. And I chose to, to seek attention for myself, whatever it may be. And so you bring these things to confession. And there's a, a kind of, kind of a, a humility that comes with it. Father Paul said that's kind of the attitude with which we should live our lives, you know, as if our sins were written on our t-shirt, you know, 
as if everybody could see them, as if everything was just kind of laid bare. Now, who's the big boy now? Like, who's the, who's the big man now? Uh, when you see, this is actually me. It's actually what I'm capable of. It's actually what I've done. I think we live lives very differently. So if we have received mercy for all of these things, are we not then obliged to be merciful? To give mercy? And then to uh, start our day or live our day thinking, Lord, maybe today, maybe today you're asking me to be your merciful word. Maybe you're asking me to be your merciful presence that I can be with someone and, and show them mercy and show them compassion and give them my time even though I'm wrecked and tired and busy, whatever it may be. But I, I choose to invest in this person because you love them. Because you care and maybe you want to show them you care th- through me. Because that's, that's how the church works. We are the Lord's hands and feet and mouth and eyes. And I think it's, just, it's so, you know, when we kind of step back from our situation just for a second and try to see things with a slightly more supernatural, from a supernatural, more supernatural perspective, God wishes to use you today to be his hands and feet and his merciful heart. So who is he asking you to be merciful towards? That doesn't necessarily only mean who is he asking you to forgive. That can be part of it at times. Maybe, yes, there are people in your lives who you have to forgive. Okay, but mercy is broader than that. You know, like there might be someone who just has a very different personality to you. Someone who's just, maybe you're kind of introvert and they're a constant talker. And you have to hum. <laughs> you have to cause keep saying to yourself, inner peace, inner peace. Because you, know? <laughs> you just want a bit of silence. Or maybe there's someone who who is kind of, do you know, I don't know, I don't know, a bit kind of, a bit kind of beaten down, and they're always kind of, I don't know, kind of, just looking at, looking up at you, kind of, through their eyebrows, and you just want to kind of smack them and say, wake up, would you, come on, man up, stand up straight, would you, I, I don't know, like, I can't hear a word you're saying, like, you know, sort of bait a bit of sense into them, do you know, whatever it is, like, all, just all different personalities, and, do you know, everything, like, just look around here, we're all completely different, every single one of you, completely different you know and and there are certain characteristics or personality traits that will agree with yours it's just great to be with them there are others that are just a bit more difficult okay there's your opportunity for virtue there's your opportunity to be merciful there's your opportunity to grow you're going to miss it you're going to waste it are you just going to take the easy path and go with the people you like that's life what's the lord asking you to do today who's he asking you to invest in this this is daily life this is the, the daily walk with the lord do we want to walk with him or not? And ultimately, there's just one line from, from the first thing that, that I'd like to finish with. Ultimately, if, if we invest in, in people or in prayer, again, whatever the Lord is calling us to, because it's fairly, it's, it's fairly broad, he might be asking you actually to spend more time in silence or spend more time in prayer or spend more time with a certain person or spend more time listening or spend more time serving spend more time praying for a certain relationship that needs healing again possibilities are endless but we should always do so we should always do these things con with with an absolute with an absolute certainty an absolute certainty that we never lose out that if i trust in the lord and give him my time or give him 
a part of myself that I was maybe holding back for myself that I never lose out. Those who place their trust in you will not be disappointed. That's what we heard in the first reading. Those who place their trust in you will not be disappointed. So if I trust, Lord, I'd rather be somewhere else. I'd rather do somewhere, something else. I'd rather work rather than pray. I'd rather pray rather than work. I'd, whatever, whatever the Lord is calling us to. If I follow that, if I obey what the Lord is asking me to do, I should do so with this absolute trust that I will not be disappointed. Ever. And again, to affront this day with, with excitement. Start this day with this, with, this, with this conviction, this joy that the Lord, if, if he wants to use me, I'm right here. Whatever you want. And that doesn't mean that we all have to be missionaries in India or somewhere. But where you are, bloom where you're planted. So we ask the Lord today to guide us and to help us to recognize the importance of our words, the importance of our actions, the importance of, of, of letting ourselves be, be guided by him so that we might be his merciful hands and his merciful feet, his merciful gaze and his merciful word. Amen. So dear brothers and sisters, I'd just like to take this opportunity to thank you all for joining us on YouTube or on Paving the Way Home or on Spotify, wherever you've listened to these homilies. Thank you so much for being part of our mission and for continuing to support our mission. It was a great gift that during lockdown uh, we could branch out or broaden uh, our, our outreach so much uh, through technology. So it was, that's been a wonderful privilege and honour. Uh, I'd ask two things, if I may. <clears throat> One that we'd really appreciate your prayers for our mission. So we have our young people here with us this year. And then there are also, there's a youth ministry, family ministry, and hopefully in the near future, men's ministry, which we hope to engage in. So we'll ask for your prayers for uh, all of those outreaches. And if you feel that the Lord is calling you to support us also financially, uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, running a place like this is, is not cheap, and uh, we do need uh, benefactors' help to, to keep the show on the road and to keep our doors open and to keep this place of formation uh, alive for uh, the young people that come to us. We have opened our applications for next year as well. So if you know anybody who might like to apply, they can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie. And also, if you'd like to make any donations, you can do so through our website, holyfamilymission.ie, or send us an email if you'd like to uh, arrange some other form of donation. But we would be greatly, greatly appreciative of any support that you can give us uh, through your prayer and through your financial support. All right. So God bless, and we're praying for you here in Holy Family. <laughs>